SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. I think there is a phrase. It goes along the lines of uh, we're all entitled to our own opinions but not entitled to our own facts. It's not true that the vaccine doesn't work. There is evidence that shows that vaccines work. So you might be entitled to your opinion about whether or not you want to get vaccinated, if you think you should get vaccinated. But don't say it doesn't work because the evidence actually shows that it does work in as far as preventing severe illness uh, for those who do contract COVID-19. Well, let's uh, continue the conversation here then for today. And uh, I'm going to invite onto the show Dana Marie Stoltz, who is the Director of Legal Affairs at the South African Veterinary Council. Uh, Dana Marie, good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Uh, good morning. It's good to speak to you. So one of the things you have been able to identify is some criminal behavior that has been taking place. People posing as vets and claiming that, uh, you know, they are qualified to be treating animals when that is in fact not the case. Yes, it is a big problem we deal with fairly often. Um, it's just, uh, it sometimes just takes some time to bring them to book. So I'm very happy with the two um, convictions that we've had recently. Um, it's it's a scourge on this country, and these people are actually, or they could be actually sentencing the, your pets to death um, if they treat your animal and they are not properly qualified. Mm. What should South Africans be looking out for? Uh, when it comes to identifying whether they're working with a qualified official or not? Okay, this on our website, under uh, the SAVC, you will find a list of all registered people. Those would be veterinarians and paraveterinary professionals, as well as registered practices. Um, one thing that should alarm a person is when a, your prices are very cheap, Things are done at somebody's home. Okay, some need to do work at home, but mm. not all that often. So, And they also claim to be working in the name of animal welfare. And in fact, sometimes it's quite the opposite, um, which makes it even more concerning. So effectively, you are saying that every vet and every veterinary practice in this country that has the license to operate, that they have their details on your website? Indeed, indeed. And if there's any query about that, our registration office can be contacted to verify whether the person is indeed registered to treat animals. When it comes to the malpractice effectively that that is experienced here, what do you find that um, these vets then do to the animals that that they claim to be treating? These people are not vets. Mm. They are what we call charlatans. They pose as vets. So it's very difficult to say. The most common problem is obviously vaccinations. We do actually have a few people who perform um, surgical procedures on these animals and not with good outcomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the the problem is widespread, um, particularly in your rural areas and in the welfare um, 
sector where they often operate under the pretext that they are helping the animals. But instead, they are more interested in, in the money that they would be taking from the poor unsuspecting public. Mm. When it when it comes to then the individuals who present themselves as animal welfare assistants, um, again, do do these individuals have uh, have the the right to be treating animals? What what can they be doing and what can't they be doing? Our officers can be contacted to find out whether these people are indeed what we call authorized to perform certain services. They are, for instance, not authorized or allowed to perform any surgical procedures on an animal. This person would be in the employee of the SPCA or other welfare organization, and there will be a veterinarian supervising the work that they do. Um, if in doubt, rather contact our office. We often find that when this so-called or the uh, authorization lapses, these people have, have learned some skills. They've learned to vaccinate an animal. They've learned to deworm an animal. So they keep doing on doing that uh, uh, for a fee to the public. And that is actually, it, it's not allowed. It's against the law. It's a criminal offense. Mm. And that is, that is typically in, in this environment where an, the authorization to do a few very small things like vac- like vaccination and um, deworming has lapsed. Dina Marie, when we look at the issue of access, it, it becomes important here because, um, again, it sounds like you you do have a group of people that obviously want to care for their animals but may not necessarily have um, the money to be able to take them to the best vets possible. Um, so when it comes to costs and creating more access to communities, um, when it comes to the the care for animals, what are the alternatives? So if if they can't take, if you're encouraging people not to take um, the the animals to uh, to vets who seem to be cheaper than others. What else can they do? They can go to any one of the welfare organizations in this country. Many of the welfare organizations have their own clinics and hospitals, which are registered with us, and they then use a registered veterinarian to render the services. Um, It is actually specifically on these group of people that you have now mentioned that these charlatans, Pray to 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 make money. So, so when you talk, if your dog dies, yeah. if if if, you, if, uh, uh, if an animal is vaccinated, it should be given a clinical examination to make sure it is healthy. Um, otherwise, a vaccination may be given to a uh, sick animal, which may cause its death. What also often happens is that. People who are not well-trained do not keep the so-called cold chain when doing vaccinations. So technically, they could be injecting your animal with water and you wouldn't, you would be none the wiser until your animal gets sick. And then you have to get professional care 
or your animal in order for it to survive. So when it comes to creating access again to better care for, 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 for our animals, um, these welfare organizations that, that you're talking about, are you talking about the likes of uh, the SPCA and, and others? Yes, it would be your SPCA's, um, AACL's. Uh, there's a number of these organizations. And then there's also, of course, the state veterinary services um, where we together with the Department of Agriculture in 2016, um, implemented a system of compulsory community service for recently qualified veterinarians. They have to do a year's compulsory community service, um, just like a medical doctor has to do before they can practice for own account. Now, these services are generally available for free to members of the public who cannot afford the veterinary services. All right. Dina Marie Stoltz, let's leave it there for this morning. Thanks for coming on. She's the Director of Legal Affairs at the South African Veterinary Council. And as you heard there, um, that if you want to check if the service provider you're using to provide health care to your animals is legitimate, you can go onto their website. You can check um, the contact base that they have there against this service provider. And if they are not qualified uh, to be offering those services, they're encouraging you to please report um, what is happening uh, so that they're able to to take the requisite action. Uh, because ultimately, of course, uh, it is the animals that need treatment that are suffering. All right, we're edging towards the end of the show. Before we get to it, I think I might be able to squeeze in one or two maybe voice notes and then we hand you over to the update at noon.